Welcome to Dark Sky Pod. I'm David. I'm here at the Scottish Dark Sky Observatory. It's a short podcast this time around where we'll briefly look at the Orionid meteor shower. Now, this weekend, you have the chance to see what some people sometimes refer to as one of nature's own fireworks displays, a meteor shower. This one's called the Orionid meteor shower or the Orionids. It's active throughout the second half of October and the Orionids will reach their peak, uh, their sort of peak rate of activity on the nights around the 22nd of October. And there's potential to see up to around 25 meteors per hour, although always remember that's from a dark light pollution free location. If you're observing in a much more light polluted area, you won't be able to see as many meteors. Meteors, or as they're sometimes called uh, shooting stars, can be seen on any one particular clear dark night. However, on certain nights of the year, when you've got a meteor shower, the number of meteors that you can observe increases significantly. Meteor showers occur when the Earth is passing through uh, quite a large cloud or trail of dust in space. The source of that dust is usually a comet, a small rocky and icy body in the solar system which when it's approaching the sun, when it's approaching the inner solar system, it leaves behind a trail of dust, and that dust is usually spread out in space, which means meteor showers can last for a number of days as the Earth is passing through that trail, and those dust grains start to rain down through our atmosphere at quite high speeds. So think of an object about the size of a grain of sand. That grain of comet dust travels at very fast speeds when entering the Earth's atmosphere from space, Lots of pressure builds up around that dust particle, creating lots of heat and light. And that's the light that you see trailing across the sky when you see a meteor or a shooting star, as it's effectively burning up in the atmosphere. Now the source for this particular meteor shower, the source of dust for this meteor shower, the Orionids, is quite a famous well-known comet, Halley or Halley's Comet. It's a comet named after the astronomer Edmund Halley, who wasn't the first to observe it. He was the first to observe that it was quite a short-period comet. It swings around into the inner solar system every 75 years or so, leaving behind a dusty trail each time. The last time that Halley's Comet was visible in the night sky was 1986, and the next time you'll be able to see it is 2061. So if you're around then, you'll be able to see Halley's Comet in the night sky. Halley's Comet was also one of the first comets to be observed in detail close up by a spacecraft in 1986. Even though the source of the dust is quite a well-known comet, the Orionid meteor shower tends to be one of the lesser-known showers in the meteor shower calendar, but they can produce some quite decent rates of observable meteors because there's no particular sharp maximum. You've got quite a few days, uh, quite a few opportunities to observe them. Orionid meteors usually move quite briskly across the sky, sometimes with a strong trail behind them. You'll also occasionally see the odd fireball, which is the name given to a particularly bright meteor you can see in the sky. The name of this meteor shower, the Orionids, is due to the radiant of this meteor shower being quite close to the constellation of Orion. The radiant is the point in the sky from where the meteors appear to originate, so the constellation of Orion, Orionid meteor shower. Uh, The Orionid radiant doesn't rise um, until about 9 o'clock in the eastern sky, so for the better views of the meteor shower, you'll need to wait until after 9 o'clock, otherwise meteor rates will be somewhat limited until then. 
You may unfortunately see uh, the effects of the last quarter moon because it rises round about the same time, perhaps a bit later than that. So that may affect your viewing somewhat, but hopefully it won't entirely wash out the meteor shower. Now the best way to observe a meteor shower is to go somewhere as dark as possible. Try and get comfortable, try and sit down and lean back, and also to take in as much of the sky as you can. That nice wide-angle view of the night sky landscape is what you're looking for, and that'll increase your chances of being able to spot some in the night sky. With a bit of patience, a few hot drinks maybe, wrap up warm, you should hopefully be able to see quite a few shooting stars uh, this weekend. Friday night, Saturday night and into Sunday hopefully. So if it's clear at the weekend, head outside and try and spot some meteors. Thanks for listening to Dark Sky Pod. There's a number of ways that you can listen to and download the podcast now. Either subscribe on iTunes or you can go to soundcloud.com forward slash darkskypod. For further details about upcoming events at the Scottish Dark Sky Observatory, you can check out our website at scottishdarkskyobservatory.co.uk. Catch you next time.